This is Wiretap with Jonathan Goldstein. Today's show, Halloween Special. In honor of Halloween, I'm going to start off tonight with a story about a disturbing prank that was inflicted on me. That is what we'll call it, a prank, a mean-spirited, fiendish prank. Now, at the time, the architect of this prank was completely unknown to me. The origin was a total mystery. And what made this prank especially evil was that it was presented as though I myself was the perpetrator. That is how devious it was. I was set up to appear as both the perpetrator and the victim of this prank. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's go back before we move ahead. The first thing I did in trying to figure out the whole thing was I called up the prime suspect, my friend Josh, a man as clever as he is devious, and I explained the whole thing to him, what had happened to me, as if he didn't already know. So a few weeks ago, right? Is this shtick or reality? No, this is actual reality. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I'm going through my... Uh, my Yahoo uh, email. Yeah. So there's a folder called the draft folder. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I, yes, the draft. It's uh, it saves um, what email that you've typed but never sent. Something like that. You know exactly what I'm talking about. What do you mean? You okay. know what I'm talking about because you're intimately involved with my draft folder. I you want to? Talking about? I accidentally clicked on the uh, the folder, the draft folder, yeah. right? And it opens up, and I realize there's a letter in there which I had no idea about, right? Because I didn't even know about draft folders, right? Uh-huh. But there's a letter in there. It says, to uh-huh. yahoo.com, which is me, to my own account. Uh-huh. It's from that account to my own account, uh-huh. okay? And the subject, the subject reads me, M-E, okay? Now, you want to hear the email uh-huh. that, that supposedly I sent to myself and left in my draft I folder? I guess so. You ready? Yeah. This is your self-writing. You won't remember doing it. You may be very frightened at this moment. John, trust me. I am you. You are me. And we are killers. We have killed again and again. And the you part does not remember. But I do. We laugh. We kill. (laughs) I remember. You do not. Now you know. What do you do, John? What are we going to do? John, I got news for you. Did not write that. I don't believe you. I did not write that. Why don't you ask James? I Wait. You, I bet you James wrote it. Why do you think that? John, it, clearly it's James, okay? Nobody else would go to the trouble of writing such a thing. He stayed at your apartment when you weren't there. I wouldn't even have the, the, the time or the motive to write it. You know, I'm a very lazy man. Josh was right. He was far too lazy to pull anything like this off. The only emails he ever sent me were like one sentence at the absolute longest. I mean, sometimes they were just a single word, something like, what up? A whole paragraph was definitely more than he could muster. I took Josh's advice and I called up James. James had a history of this kind of thing. There was the time we went out for juleps, and I complained incessantly about how mine tasted funny. All through my complaining, James never said a word. Then, when I was finished my drink... At the bottom of the cup, I found a boiled egg. James had secretly dropped it in there like a martini olive. 
I got him on the phone and read him the email. Why would you send an email to yourself? Don't don't play dumb. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm calling because I believe you had a hand in this whole thing. What the? What are you talking about? That's okay. ridiculous. Okay, let me. I had a hand in what? Don't feign ignorance. <laughs> why would I have done that? I don't know, cause cause you're ill. That's why. <laughs> This is the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's very convenient for you to for you to claim ignorance. That doesn't even sound like me. Now, look, I admit, I, I would totally... I am not above doing something like this. I was the one who sent you adult diapers in the mail. I signed you up for adult diapers and had them send it to you. That was you? Yes, that was me. You see, that's news to me. I didn't know that either. I did it. I think it's very funny. Yeah, really funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Did you or did you not write this, this, this quote-unquote funny email for me to find? No, I did not write an email for you to find. I don't believe you. Are you so you think that I broke into your account and left you some murder confession? Okay, okay if, you, if you didn't write this then yeah, who they clearly didn't do well it's, uh, unclearly but <laughs> yeah, okay who who might have who who do you think did do this oh my god it's so obvious you know who did this i i i, I at this point I i'm not sure i don't know it's who i think it was mary claude mary claude ah uh, you really i think so but we, we, women don't do things like this yeah but you know what she's not like a normal woman she's that is more true. like a guy than i am that is true yeah oh totally that is so her. She was probably over at your house, and she thought she was being kind of funny. That totally sounds like Mary Claude. I knew he was just blowing me off. Still, he did make a good case for Mary Claude's guilt. She did have a certain prankish sorority girl streak. One time, she left her one-year-old soiled diaper in my filing cabinet under S for short story. I called her up. Hello? Mary? Hi. It's Jonathan. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I, got, I got to ask you something. You know what? Can I call you back because it's supper time and I'm just in the middle of feeding the kids? It, this will only take a minute. Okay. What? Make it quick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, I was going through my Yahoo account. You know how they'd have different folders in your email? I told her the story and read her the email and I waited for her confession. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. What is the question? You know what you the question a is. With your email? No, I'm not having a problem. I'm having a, uh, a problem with you. With me? Yes. What are you talking about? Oh, don't, 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 don't be, don't be coy. I'm not understanding. Someone got into my email account, i.e., Mary Claude Pallet, and 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 wrote and, and oh, please, come on. You're accusing me of getting into your email account and writing that, pretending I'm you? Yes. Uh, yes, I am. You want to wash your hands? Good idea, sweetie. Go in the bathroom and wash your hands. Just what, I'm with two kids. Do you think I don't even know how to get into someone else's email? You're always trying to like use the kids as an alibi, and it's not going to work this time. I know you did this. Why would I do that? I don't know. You're devious. Why do you come to me? Did you or did you not do this? Of course I didn't do it. First of all, you're giving me far too much credit. Second of all, you know who I think did this? You know who I think wrote this? Who? I think it's John Tucker. John, why, why would, why would, why, why? Definitely. has all the markings of John Tucker. Really? How so? Absolutely. Because, first of all, he would know how to get into your email. It's something he would do. He would think it's hilarious, and he knows it would screw you up. Why don't you call him up and ask him if he did it? 
Well, I don't like to impugn the dignity of... of uh... You impugn my dignity. Yeah, but you And know. my time. All right, I'll call up John Tucker. Best of luck. All right, well, um, I, I thank you, but I, I'm not crazy about the tone. <laughs> You're accusing me of things. Making accusations is a, is a part of every good friendship. <laughs> Tucker, mm -hmm. do you have a minute? Sure. I want to read you something. Okay. John Goldstein. Once again, I read the email, and I listened for the telltale sound of nervous breathing on the other end of the phone. Tucker knew about pranks. He once wrote a film script where the main character blanketed his enemy's car with unpeeled craft singles and then let the hot July sun do the rest. We have killed again and again. When I asked him if the email sounded familiar, he said that he wasn't sure, that he couldn't remember very clearly. I suppose that when you're busy writing about sneaky, underhanded things all day, it's easy to lose track of what you've only imagined and what you've actually done. Love yourself. It's hard to... I mean, I have such a lousy memory, but... I don't know. Maybe there are two of you. Is that possible? No. No, it isn't possible. There's one of me and there's one of you. How do you know there's only one of me? I only pay half of my rent and I live alone. Maybe there's more than one of me. Uh, you're doing a lot of fancy footwork here. And you're saying a lot of things. But you're not saying the one thing that I want to hear. That it's not me? That it is you. That it is me? It is you. I don't know. I, 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 it's, it's, it's possible it's me. I'm thinking it's you. I would remember this. And there's punctuation in this thing that I would never employ. Like what? Like there's a lack of commas and stuff like that. And I'm kind a of... master of commas, so that, that excludes me right there. I am a master of commas. I know always you know, where to put a comma and what it's for, always. It's something I've bragged about for about four years now. And there's the subject heading me. You're the kind of guy who would have like a clever little subject heading. I often send my emails without any subject headings. All right, so, so far we've realized that I'm more clever than you, comma, John. This whole, this whole thing absolutely reeks of you. Why, 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 why use the word reek? We're friends. So did you write it? You're not going to tell me, are you? Um, I'll say, okay, yeah, I did it. I'll, I'll say I did it, but primarily I'm telling you I did it is because I'm hungry right now, and I want to get off the phone and eat something. But we're friends, and I'm going to help you out. But I'm also hungry. John, did you or did you not write this thing? I, all right, let's I, put it I, to rest. I look. Um, all right, you know what? I wrote it. All right. What, what the hell else do you want? Please, can I get off the phone now? I'm starving. I'm so hungry. I feel like I'm in love. All right. I want. I want to eat. Can I go? I wrote it. All right, go eat your sandwich. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Wait, wait a sec. You want to go get a bite? Um, yeah, sure, actually. Um, go downstairs for a sandwich. You want to meet me there? Yeah, okay, cool. At your corner. All right, I'll buy. Okay. Okay, I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello? Happy Halloween. Oh, hey, John. How you doing? 
I'm okay. I'm a little. <laughs> I was watching a squirrel fight. Excuse me, you're what? I was just kind of looking at the window for a little bit, and I was watching like the trees and stuff. And then these two squirrels, they start doing. He started doing that. You know, start doing that kind of thing. That. Is it? Yeah. And then they just started this, this crazy fight, like a full-out balls-to-the-wall fight, and they were like, you know, the death roll on the grass, and then scurrying up down the tree and spiraling down again, and then like off the fence and like lunging at each other. Really exciting, you know. Wow. People pay for this kind of stuff. And it's like it's out in their backyards every day. If this is a bad time for you, maybe I, I you know, I can call back. Uh, I think it's over. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, that's over. What a coward. Sorry. Hey, how's up? What's up? Uh, the, uh, the reason I'm phoning, yeah, Howard. No, sorry. I was just thought maybe there'd be more animal action. I was just watching, but I'll, 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 shut, the, I'll shut the curtain. Hang on. All right. Otherwise, I'll get distracted. Okay. Um, what's up? Uh, the, the the reason I was calling is just because um, it, it being Halloween, I decided to uh, to you know to rent some scary DVDs. Mm hmm. And you know, I was just remember. You remember when we were kids, like we were around eleven or so, and we watched The Exorcist together. Well, yeah. Do you remember how freaked out you got? Yeah. It's still a sore spot, I'd say. I don't think I really want to see that movie ever again. If I remember correctly, you literally did not sleep for, like, a year. Mm-hmm. The only time I was able to sleep uh, normally during that entire year was in summer camp. I was surrounded by, by other people, and I felt protected. I figured, like, the devil's going to come, he's going to take one of them first, probably. And give me a chance to, I don't run to the woods. Which probably wouldn't have been very wise. You're being chased by the devil. The last thing you want to do is run to the woods in the dark, up yeah. north, when you're being chased by the devil. Because you know, that, that's the stomping grounds. It, it left a kind of traumatizing effect on you, The Exorcist. Mm -hmm. To the point that I'm trying to think of where I would run if the devil was after me. You're thinking about that I'm, right I'm now. I'm 36 years old. So you you've never rewatched The Exorcist since that time, right? You've never you've no. never watched it again. No, I watched that one time. The only, the only like I watched that one time. I forced myself to watch it. Mm -hmm. You were really laughing because I was just a just a, a hoot, and I was literally shaking in my in my booties. I, I was just trying to be helpful. I think you were trying to get me past past the hump. That's right. You know, speaking of getting over the hump, um, among the uh, the scary uh, DVDs that I decided to uh, rent for Halloween, I uh, I rented The Exorcist. Enjoy that. Well, I, I was wondering if maybe you wanted to come over and watch with me. And, uh, I don't think so. I, I mean, I've been tempted before to like, uh, you know, like watch it again, maybe to try and in some kind of therapeutic way. But I've been like, my God. Okay, I'll tell you what. Why, why don't we start off by? Um, I, I've got, I've got the. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting right by the TV. I got the DVD here. I'll just pop it in, and uh, I'll play you a little bit over the phone, and we can just listen to some of it over the phone together. How about that? To what end? Why are we doing this? Well, we, we'll, we'll do this because 20-odd years later, it shouldn't have the same effect on you. And once we ascertain that, then maybe you can come over and we could, you know, eat some popcorn and, 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 and watch The Exorcist together. Are you, like, afraid to watch it by yourself or something? Do you need me to... I, I, no, I, I, I don't need you. I just thought, you know, it's something that friends can do on a Halloween. If it starts to freak you out, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll stop. Okay, because, I mean, like, you know, that's a good plan... You know, I was having a very relaxing moment watching squirrels fight, and now I'm going to have to contend with the nightmares of my youth. Okay, you ready? Okay. You all set? Yeah. 
Things have gotten worse since I found you. I think you've been home upstairs. Is she having spasms again? Yeah, but they've gotten violent. Jesus Christ. If, if this freaks you out, you just tell me and, you know, we turn it off. We stop this. All right, let's take a little break. So how was that? Howard? Mm, yeah, I, I didn't like that. Oh. That, that did not feel good. That was an icky feeling. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm thoroughly creeped out. I really appreciate you calling me in, in the guise of helping me when it's really just fodder for your, for your radio show. Your intentions are not good, but I still appreciate, I appreciate it uh -huh. on some level, I'm sure. All right, let's give another one a try, okay? You ready? Another scene. You all, you all set for another scene? Um, okay. Are you really? Are you sure? You're not, you're not trying to be too brave? And I got a morbid kind of curiosity going on okay. here. Okay, good. Oh. <laughs> is, that, is that the priest or is that... Oh, I think it's the devil. Lead us not It's funny because it, it really just sounds like some like some like really like 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 old angry drunk guy who's just left, like just endure the speech or something just kind of going crazy in the background. It's not, the the histrionics of it aren't having the same effect on you. No, I, th I think it's like I think it's the idea that when it's when it's really kind of like uh, how you say it like you know, juxtaposed with this with the, with the little girl and she's all her face is all caking and ripped and scarred and her eyes are all blue and her head spinning and the, the things are floating in the room and she's strapped to the bed. So I think maybe, maybe if I was watching it, watching the movie, and I was able to hear that, like the, ooh, 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 you know, like, like on the telephone, it just kind of sounds like my, 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 my father complaining, you know. Um, okay, how about, how about we try one more scene um, and then maybe, maybe, maybe that'll help you decide whether you want to come over or not. Okay. I'm afraid you might hurt yourself, Reagan. I'm not Reagan. Well, then, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Damien Karras. And I'm the devil. Now, kindly undo these straps. So how was that? Uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad, actually. I, really? I, it's different. I'm on the telephone. I'm on the cordless. I'm kind of walking around. I, I made myself some scrambled eggs while we were talking. I'm kind of watching... I, the window again, watching the trees blow in the wind, and you know, there was a squirrel that came in at one point. I was nervous that the squirrel was going to kind of like, you know, like look at me and then turn its head 360 and go, ah, or something like that. But no, it's, it, was, it was actually quite pleasant. I, you can, if you want to watch the movie together, maybe you can like just play the movie over the telephone. I can just keep, you know, play the whole movie. We would just watch it over the phone together. I think, I think that's wise. I think that's a nice idea. So let's, um, let's watch. Let me just get, let me just get my chair set. Let me get my. Coffee? That's actually quite nice. It's so funny. I never thought like, after all these years that I could actually maybe have a nice warm afternoon with the exorcist. I'm in a comfortable chair. I'm looking out the window. So you're all ready for an exorcism? I think so, yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's roll. But deliver us from the evil one. Save me, O oh God, by thy name. By thy might, defend my cause. Proud men have risen up against me. Men of violence.
Yes. Um, hi. I was just um, I was looking for, through the uh, through the phone book, and uh, I came across your name, and uh, I just had to you know it being Halloween and everything. I felt like I I just had to give you a call. I hope I'm I hope I'm not bothering you. No. What's this all about? Well, you're listed in the phone book as Lucifer Satan. That's right. And I just thought, you know, wow, like who, who would list themselves in in the, in the phone directory in that way? Lucifer that, Satan. Which is you. That's right. It's very funny. Well, what's so funny about it? Well, you know, that just that someone would actually, you know, put themselves in the phone book. Why? At, That's my name. Your name is Lucifer Satan. Of course, it's Lucifer Satan. I'm the devil. You, you, okay. So you, 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 you think of yourself as the devil. I don't think of myself. I am. Wow. I thought this was more of a, a joke sort of thing. Are you, are you a part of some kind of uh, uh, Satan worshiping cult? I'm not part of any cult. People worship me. So what, what, so, okay. So what, what you're telling me is that you're, you're the devil. That's right. Well, okay. Why, why would the devil be living in Montreal? Because I got a nice apartment here. The rent is cheap. If I lived in New York, it's exorbitant. Who could live in New York? Here, it's it's quiet, it's peaceful, it's the same town. I like it. But you're the devil, though. What's the difference? The devil likes to live in places that are economical too. Wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't the devil have an unlisted phone number? No. I'm uh, very approachable. People have access to me. They don't realize that. Do you do you do you get a lot of uh, phone calls? Once in a great while, I may get somebody like you to give me a call and find out whether I'm real. Mm. But I'm real. Believe me, I'm real. Well, what were you doing before I phoned? Meditating. A little uh, yoga. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I do. I'm in a lotus position. I like to relax. I, I just relax, you know. So the, the devil likes yoga? Sure. It's good. And and I'm trying to picture you right now. I mean, are you are you do you look the way that uh, we've you know we've been taught the devil looked? Do you have a tail? Do you have horns? Nah, I don't. I don't. I'm a short little guy. Mm -hmm. I wear jeans, sports shirts. Mm -hmm. You know. And and how do you uh, and how do you stand vis-a-vis uh, -vis, uh, God? Are are you are you on good terms? Sure, on very good terms. Because without me, there would be no evil. There would be no preaching. There would be no religion. You need me. I'm the basis of everything. If you really think about it, I'm the basis of religion. I'm evil. I create evil because evil is necessary. People got to make choices, right? If everybody had one choice, it would be a boring place to live. But aren't we always told that in the end, you know, evil loses out, good will triumph over evil? That's hogwash. It's, it's, it's propaganda. But there, there must be some good in people? Well, there's some, but, but the majority of people have more larceny in their heart. They get greedy. Every human being has a dark side, and the dark side is the part that dominates them. Don't forget, I've been around for thousands of years, you know? I can convert you, you know. Oh, can you? Sure. Well, let's see you try. What would you like the most out of life? Hmm. Um, maybe to own an island? Yeah, well... Are you serious? I sure. Well, if I told you that you had to give up something, and I could, I could give you this island, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you could live luxurious on whatever, you, whatever dream you have of this island. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's always strings attached. You're dealing with uh, the devil. 
that was a string attached. That's true. So you'd have to give something up. Would you be willing to do that? You see, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. But you see, you're hesitant already. You're thinking about it, aren't you? Mm -hmm. I got you thinking. Uh, you know, it just takes a little work, that's all. Well, how long do you think it would take to uh, to turn me to the dark side? <laughs> Not long. About no. 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes? <laughs> well, is, is, is that about average? Is that below average? That's about average. That's man for you. 15 minutes. That's mankind. Wow. Yeah. Mankind can easily be corrupted. Do you have any uh, plans, any future any future projects that you might be able to share with us? Well, right now my main project is looking for a good candidate that could consult with me and eventually be able to take over a lot of my responsibilities. I'm getting old. But what are you, you going to do with your spare time? Oh, I'm going to give advice. I'm going to be like a consultant. A consultant? Of evil. Where would you advertise these services? In the Gazette, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that paper. It's good. As you're sort of um, seating your place and passing the torch, I imagine you're probably you're probably looking at some 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 candidates. Actually, I am. There is a uh, number of people I've been looking at in various places in the world. You know, they're evil enough. Evil enough. Almost evil enough. I'm watching them very closely. I'm watching them. Are, are you are you going to be uh, are you are you going out on Halloween? Yeah, sure. And what do you what do you are you, what are you going to dress up as? Yes. Voices you heard in part two of Wiretap were Joshua Carpati, Mary Claude Pallet, John Tucker, Buzz Goldstein, Howard Chakowitz, and James Hurst. Wiretap is written and performed by Jonathan Goldstein and produced by Jonathan Goldstein with Sarah Gilbert and Carolyn Warren. Production help from Mira Bertwintonic. Reach us through our website at cbc.ca slash wiretap.